0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله التعبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأراضي. These hours are very important and very special so I pray that inshallah Allah subhanahu wa (coughs) ta'ala enable me to say the things that inshallah will suit all of us and we can benefit from and at the beginning we all pray for each other and try to let our hearts be united whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at a group of people who have gathered and he sees that there is no hatred among them the only thing that has linked them is the love for himself so, definitely, Allah's mercy will be there. So, inshallah, just now try to forget if any problem is between any of us, and just have love and passion for each other. And in the course of the night, inshallah, you should always remember each other and pray for each other. And I request you also to remember me in your du'as. We said that one of the states of a spiritual journey is sadness. You reach a state in which you feel very sad inside your heart, deep in your heart. People may not find it visible, may not notice this by looking at your face or even listening to your words. But there is a real sense of sadness in the heart and there are different reasons for that as we mentioned a very important reason is that you have become so aware of your shortcomings of your failures of your losses that it's very hard to you know, be happy you remember your death You remember that you don't have that much time left and all your eternal faith depends on just the very limited time that you have Imam Ali alayhi salam said in Nahjul Balaghe (laughs) Ajabtu liman ayqana bil mawt kaifa yadhaq I am surprised how is it possible that someone who is certain that he is going to die, he can laugh. If we really know that we are going to die, we must be very much worried and concerned. You know, if, for example, you know that in five minutes you are going to miss the train. You cannot just, you know stay and speak to your friend and, you know, look at the titles of the newspapers and then go and ask for a coffee. No, you will lose and miss the train. So you will run, you will rush, you will be worried. And you know that you have five minutes. But we don't know even if we have five minutes. Maybe in the next minute, everything is finished. So this will not... uh, leave any sense of you know, relaxedness for us. We cannot be relaxed. We are sad. When we look at the people around us who may not be as strong in their faith, especially if they are related to us, this makes us even more sad. When we look at to the sufferings of people Whether they are related to us or not. Whether they are Muslims or not. These make us sad. We cannot say, Okay, I am happy. Because I am not suffering. Saadi says that once a person saw that there is a fire in the market. So, he quickly went to the market to check whether his shop is burnt or not. So, he reached there and saw that it was not his shop. It was the shop of some of his colleagues. So, he said, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So, there was a wise man, a pious man said there, Are you happy that your shop is saved and other people are suffering? We cannot be happy if we are okay. We have no problem. Of course, we must always be thankful for fear, For being well. For being healthy. Thankfulness is there, but this thankfulness must not make us think that we are safe, we are immune. Nothing will happen to me. Indeed, this thankfulness must make me think more that It is because of Allah's provision that at this moment I am okay. Maybe the next minute Allah takes away from me. Inshallah later if we reach the state of Zuhd, we will talk that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has summarized the whole concept of Zuhd in two sentences of Qur'an. This is not what I am saying. This is what Imam Ali says. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jahma az-zuhd bayna kalimatain fil Quran. لكي لا تاسوا ala ما فاتكم و لا تفرحوا بما آتاكم. If you have lost something, some worldly thing, you must not be sad. You must be sad if you have lost your closeness to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you have lost your love, if you have committed sin. But if you have lost something in your business, in your life, it must, must not make you sad. You must not start mourning for that. وَلَا تَفْرَهُ بِمَا آتَاكُمْ And if you have been given good things, you must not be too happy. Some people are so happy about the progress that they have had in their life, so happy that they look at their children, that they are successful, that they forget that this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gives and He takes away. Very quickly. And He doesn't ask for your permission. He doesn't say that, do you give me permission to take this away? No. You know the story of those two men that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. One of them had a very beautiful garden with lots of fruits, lots of greenery, good river going inside the garden. And he had lots of money and strong children. But his friend was very poor. So instead of thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thinking that this has been given by Allah and Allah may take it away, he was very proud of himself. And he said, this is very difficult. Wa an abada. He said, I don't think this will never perish. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to it away from him. And I think this is a favor of Allah. That he takes away the gifts that he has given if we are not thankful. Although this is a punishment in the first sight. But in reality this is a favor. Do you know why? Because the more we have something that we are not using in the good way. The more would be our accountability. The more would be our punishment. So it's better to lose it Sooner. Sometimes, if we die sooner, it's better for us. Sometimes, if we lose our money, it's better for us. Once a person went to someone who was mustajabu da'wah, means his prayers were always answered. And this man was a bad person, an unjust ruler. So I said, please pray for me. He said, may Allah let you die sooner. He said, I ask you to pray for me, not to curse me, not to pray against me. He said, I pray for you. The sooner you die, the better for you and for people. People will have rest and your sins will be less." So, it's better you die sooner. So, we must not be too happy when we have something. And we must not be sad if we lose worldly things. Of course, we must be very sad if we look at our past and we see that when I was younger, I was more pious. This must make me sad. Or when I look at, for example, my children... I see that in the past they were more pious, they were more committed. Now they are not that much committed. This must make me sad. But not for any worldly thing, you know. We should let sadness to occupy our heart. So, the concept of sadness is a very important concept. And sometimes this sadness leads to cry and this becomes even more valuable to be able to cry not because of some worldly loss no because you feel that you have problems you feel that your relation with your lord is not as you wish this cry is very important and I have chosen some hadith for you about the significance of crying. And especially for this night, I think it's very useful. Uh, is it possible to switch it off? There is a hadith from Imam Sadiq. A.s. And Imam narrates from his father, from his grandfather, and finally from the Prophet. Waman Zarafat Ainahu Min Khashyatilah <laughs> Khan Lahu Bekul Katratin Katarat Min Dumu Ahi Kasrun Filjana. If your eyes become Full of tear. Because of the respect that you have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because of feeling greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because of the fear that you have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For every drop of your tear which comes out, there will be a palace for you in heaven, insha'Allah. So you don't need to clean the palace. Leave a few days in one palace, then go to another palace. So it's easy for you. Because some people may say, why do we need so many palaces? No, whatever you have would not be too much for you in akhira. You can have lots of kids. You can invite all Khoja community for one Iftar. There is no problem. Maybe you can invite all Shia community. And then... Imam Sadiq a.s. says It is not just the building. Inside each palace there is something that no one has seen in this world. No one has heard and no one has thought about it. You couldn't imagine. There are na'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept for you, preserved for you there, that you could never thought about it. This is for every drop of tear. And inshallah later I will explain why this is so valuable. Another hadith from Imam Askari alayhi salam from his father grandfather to and finally reaches Imam Sadr alayhi salam inna ar-rajul la bainahu baynahu wa baynal janna akthar mimma bayna as-samaa' al-'arsh li kasrat dhunubi Sometimes a person has so much committed sin then there is a distance of the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to this sky, worldly sky. So far it is. So because of sins, this person has become so remote from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But... إلا أن يبكي من خشية الله عز وجل but when he starts crying because of regret, because of remorse that in heart. حتى يسير بينه وبينها أقرب من مقلته. to the extent that He will be so close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than the eye to these hairs which are here. So much close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we shouldn't feel that how can in a night of qadr, in a few hours, I change my life, I change my destiny. How can I please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This is possible. Even your distance, if it is so great as Imam mentions, is still if you sincerely and wholeheartedly regret to the extent that you can cry on yourself about what you have done, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be very near. There is another hadith again from the sixth Imam. Imam says Everything has a value. You can weigh. and مِنْ wallahu It means that for everything there is a value. Gold, you can weigh. According to the weight of the gold, value increases. Silver, whatever. Everything, there is... Eladumur except tears. You cannot wait tear and say, okay, one tear drop of tear has no value. Ten drops of tear has no value. But if it is, for example, you know, a cup of you know tear is value. No. Imam said you cannot wait. فَإِنَّ katra تُطْفِعُ مِن minnar. One drop of tear can extinguish oceans of fire. If your eyes become full of tear but has not yet come out in Akhira you will not be in difficulty. Your face will not be dusty. If the eyes come out, the tear comes out of eyes. The tear comes out of eyes. Allah prohibits your eyes be burnt. So it protects you. And this is very important. If one person in a nation who have the same idea, he must be the same nation, a homogenous nation, not for example a mu'min among kufar. If a person in a nation cries All those people, all those members of the nation will be given mercy. Because of one person crying. This is the value of this majalis. If one heart is broken, if one eye is full of tears tonight, it will be useful for all of us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will look at all of us in a merciful way. Imam Raza alayhi salam in an authentic hadith this hadith is Sahih wa Sanat says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Whispered to Musa. It's very important. Did you know that Allah may whisper to you? We always think that we whisper to Allah. But sometimes Allah whisper to people. And Imam Ali A.S. has this about the people who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, Najahum. Means their Lord whispered to them. So Allah whispered to Musa told Musa that Ma khashyati No one has ever achieved a proximity to me like those people who cry because they have some oh, some fear in their hearts from me no one has worshipped me better than the one who tried to refrain from haram the best worship is not to do haram the best worship is not to recite Quran you know chapter by chapter or to recite lots of prayer these are good but the very important thing and the most important thing is not to do haram. If we do haram, na'uzubillah, then there is no value to other worships. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the best worship is not to do haram. How can we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then we worship Him? <laughs> No one has brought any adornment, any beautiful thing to me. Like the people who have zuhd, they have no attachment to these worldly gifts. This is the best adornment, the best zina, the best beauty. Then, Musa a.s. said, My Lord, what will you give these people? What will be reward of those who cry for you? Those who refrain from committing haram and those who have this zohd. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Those who cry فهم فی الرفیق la لا يشارکهم فی ahad. They will be in the best place, in the highest status in heaven, and no one can be with them. They have such a great status that only those who have cried can be with them. And those who have had this piety and vara, this is very important. I never have come across such a beautiful thing about those who have been pious, and this is hadith Sahih sahihah I mentioned in the beginning, this is authentic hadith. فَإِنِّي النَّاسَ أَنْ أَعْمَالِهِمْ وَلَا I will make very careful. Examination of the deeds of people Whatever they have done Will be very carefully examined You cannot deceive Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You cannot say I have done this and that Allah knows the intention When Ayatollah Burujerdi was going to die There was a meeting of great Ayatollahs in Qum Ayatollah Gulpaigani, Ayatollah Marashi All these ulama were there and Ayatollah had this, you know, worry. Anyway, he was going to meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So these high rank scholars started to mention his services. Someone said, "You have done such a wonderful services to the mazhab of ahlul Bayt. That now we have this hose survived because you know Reza Shah wanted to uh, uproot any sort of seminary and hose. He could keep it protected, it, and then in the time of the son of Reza Shah, Muhammad Reza, he maintained hose. Someone else said. You have been so important that you had communications with the people in Al-Azhar. And finally, Sheikh Shaltut issued the fatwa that you can follow mazhab of Ja'fari like any other mas- for mazhab. Someone said you have built this great masjid A'zam, which is next to Haram in Rome. this big masjid. It's built by Ayatollah Borujerdi. Someone said you have built lots of madrasas, But he said, Purify your a'mal. The one who is going to investigate he is very sharp in his vision. No one can deceive him. He knows exactly why you did this. Naqd in Arabic originally was used for the people who were examining the coins. You know, they were real coins and they were fake. Dinar or dirham. So, Naqd means to investigate whether this is real or fake. Sometimes our a'mal are fake. They look very beautiful. But there is no value. If it is not haram, sometimes it is not only useless, it is haram. Because we have, you know, had bad intention, And we may be punished for that. At least it may be useless. It said that someone was saying his prayer... In the mosque, and he was very, you know, uh, looking very good, you know, in a spirituality and very deep in, you know, his feeling. So someone saw him and said, "Masha Allah, what a pious person he's praying so beautifully." So he heard this. So he was very happy that this man, you know, praised me. And although he was praying, he said, you don't know all the facts. I am also fasting. (laughs) Inside his prayer, he started talking and said, still there is something more that you don't know, and I am fasting. So what is the value of these things? You must not think that... As soon as we do something that is accepted. Intention is very important. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will investigate. Andas an You know, Quran says about mu'minin that one of the Characteristics of mu'mineen is that yakhafuna su al What does it mean? They have the fear of bad reckoning, bad accounting, to be badly judged. What does it mean? Does it mean that they have the fear that Allah may judge them unjustly? Once there were two followers of Imam Sadiq one of them owed something to the other so that person was pressurizing this man to give back and that man didn't have the money to give back really didn't have unfortunately there are some people who are very bad in paying back Even if they have money, they don't give back. And this is very bad, because then this discourages people to give money to anyone. And we have in some hadith, if they were not fake beggars, then all people would be punished if they saw some beggar and they didn't give money. But because there are some fake beggars, so this has created some excuse. That we say maybe this is not genuine. Of course, you must investigate. You cannot just disregard. But anyway, this has become an excuse. Some people take money and they don't give back. And this is very bad. So this person later will not give money to anyone, even if that person is in need. But this man was really in need of money. He didn't have money to give back. But still that person was pressurizing and said, you must give me back up to the last dirham. So they went to Imam Sadiq salam, and Imam Sadiq A.S. said, when you have deals with your brothers, business with your brothers, loans, you must not try to exhaust up to the, you know, last dirham Whatever, you know, he owes you. Try to be, you know, relaxed, to be generous. And then Imam referred to this ayah. What do you understand from Ya al-Hisaab? Ya Khafoonasu al-Hisaab means that they have the fear that Allah will ask them about every single dirham, about every single act, every single intention. Allah will never punish. We never ask us for something more than what we should have done. But just the fact that He may treat us justly is very difficult. We cannot tolerate Allah's justice. We ask for Allah's generosity. Okay? So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will carefully examine our acts. And this is why mu'minin ya sual But there, there is a bishara here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa alayhi salam, I will carefully examine what people have done, but these people who have vara, these people who have piety, these people who have themselves taken into account every small thing, when they want to calculate their homes, they do it so carefully that even the inland revenue does not, you know, make this sort of investigation. They are more careful than that. When it comes to They were about to performing their hajj, performing their Wuzu, performing their ruze, about when is the beginning of the month, the end of the month. They are so careful that even the people who arrange the visits of the president are not that much careful that we are about the beginning of the month of Ramadan and end of month of Ramadan. But this is good. Although there are some also sometimes problems that caused. But this is a sign of Piety. This shows that we feel we are servant. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Today fast, I fast. If said not fast, I don't fast. I am servant. So Allah says, These people who have this piety, لا أفتشهم حياً منهم Allah says, I feel shying. I feel shamed. To again make investigation about them. Their account is so clear that I don't want to investigate them again. And then those who have zuhd, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will let them to settle in every corner of heaven. And normally If you have Zod, you have also piety. And you have also the cry. These are three qualities that normally, if you have any of them, it will bring the other two. You know? It's not divided. Jebrail went to the Prophet Adam, this is in usul al kafi and said, I give you a choice. Between three things. Al-Iman. Wal-Haya. Wal-Aql. You choose. One of these three will be for you. Faith. Modesty. And reason. Adam salam chose Aql. Then. Jibra'il saw that. The faith and modesty. Didn't move. They stayed with aql. Said why? Said Allah has commanded us. Whenever there is aql. We must be with aql. If someone is clever. He is really faithful. And modest. Those who are not faithful. These are not clever people. The most intelligent people are mu'mineen. Because they know what to do. They know how to make business with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just to be patient for a few days. And then you will have eternal prosperity. Sabaru Imam Ali says, this is a very profit-making business. Just be patient for a few days. So, to be able to cry... Is very important. Why? Some people may say, "Why it's so important to cry?" The reason is that the only time that you can make sure that you really are sorry, you really regret, you really are sincere you are really committed to what you say, is when you can cry. It is also true about relation between people. I can hold a birthday celebration and invite many people. And I am sure they are all able to laugh. Even the people who may not know me just go to the street and say, we have a birthday in a party... They come and you know, they laugh, they, you know, may do whatever you want. But can they cry for you if you are ill? If you are in suffering? No. The only people who can cry for your problems and difficulties are those who are very close to you. Your mother, your father, your relative, your close friend. Because this shows that there is real attachment. No one can cry without sincerity, except the two groups of people. One is mentioned in Ahadith and one, second I add. First, Hippocrates. One of the signs of Hippocrates is that they have control over their cry. Me and you cannot cry whenever we want Sometimes there is majales, you know, or it's du'a kumail. We are alone, not to show off, just for ourselves. But we would like to cry because we know the merits of crying. But we may not be able to cry. We are not in good mood. But munafiqin have control over their eyes. They cry, you know, so beautifully that you think that this person must be very sincere. But this is just to show off. This is nefaq. And the second group is artists. Artists are also in control of crying. It's a sort of... I'm not saying hypocrisy, but somehow they have this control. But ordinary people, the only time they can cry is when they really are sorry. And the whole point in repentance is to be sorry. As soon as you are sorry and you really regret, your sins are forgiven. When Hur came to Imam Hussein alayhi salam, you know what Hur had done. He was the one who stopped Ahlul Bayt and caused problems. Didn't let Imam Hussein go. When he was sorry, he went to Imam Hussein alayhi salam and said, Halli tawbah. Is there any chance for repentance for me? What did Imam say? Imam didn't say, Yes, you can repent. We will make a ceremony. And then you declare your repentance. No. Imam said, You are hor." As your mother has named you. You are Horfad Dunya the. Akhira. It means that from the very time that you left the army of Umar Saad and came to us, your Toby is accepted. Toby is nothing very you know especial. When you regret and when you can especially if you can cry. This is guaranteed. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven your sins. What remains is to try to remedy the damage. If there are certain things that you owe to the people, or for example, you know, certain wajibat that you must do, that's something else. But make sure that your sins are forgiven. So by crying... We have this real and sincere regret. And then definitely Allah's mercy is there. I finish here and inshallah uh, in the next session we will talk about some of the things that may happen uh, for the people who are in the state of Hoz which may not be Encouraging, we will talk about it, inshallah. And then we will start the discussion about khawf, about fear. As you know, the night of 21st is related to Imam Ali, alayhi salam. Imam Ali, alayhi salam, was very close to the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, And the Prophet loved him more than anyone else. Because the Prophet knew the merit and the value of Ali. And as the Prophet said to Imam Ali... No one other than Allah and me has fully known you. As no one other than Allah and you has known me. Once it's mentioned by Sunni and Shia. Once Imam Ali went to the mosque and saw that the Prophet was alone. So, Imam Ali said to himself that this is a good chance to ask the Prophet to pray for me. So, Imam Ali went to the Prophet and said, Could you please pray that Allah forgives me? And when Imam Ali is worried, you know, we must be very careful. So, the Prophet... started praying. In Barakat, it's very important that when brothers or sisters ask you to pray for them, you really pray. Don't say, okay, or you say, you also pray for us, and then none of you pray for each other. It's very important. Once a person, so to Ayatollah Milani, great Marja who was in Mashhad, Du'a. And then he saw Ayatollah Milani took his aba cloak and was going outside. He said, where are you going? He said, you asked for dua. I am going now to Imam Raza to pray for you. So we should take serious. If someone asks you for dua, pray for that person. It will be good for you and for that person. Anyway, Imam Ali asked the Prophet to pray for him to be forgiven. So the Prophet started two a prayer. And in the final sajdah said Allahumma bihaqq Ali ighfir li Ali. My Lord because of Ali forgive Ali. Imam Ali, when the prayer was finished, said, Why did you ask Allah to forgive me because of me? The Prophet said, Because I knew that no one is more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than you. So I asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you because of you. So, such a great personality is great shame that we must gather tonight and remember that was a striking in the mosque by someone who thought to be very faithful Muslim. It's a great tragedy that we see even today. Some people kill Innocent Shia, innocent followers of Ahlul Bayt, in the mosques, and they are even prepared to kill themselves, to commit suicide. The same line, which started from the beginning of human, history of humanity, is going on. We must not be surprised. This is something which has started from the beginning and will go on. We must be very careful to make sure that we are on the right path, inshallah. Ayatollah Khamenei, in his last Friday sermon, the Supreme Leader you know, of Iran, recited very beautiful uh, Musiba of Imam Ali, alayhi salam, from text. So, I am using that text, which is in Arabic, and I am going to translate. And inshallah, meanwhile, you remember all Mu'mineen, and inshallah, you pray for all Mu'mineen. أحس When Ibn Muljam attacked Imam Ali and Imam was striking, Imam didn't utter any word of pain or didn't you know cry or shout. Sabara Imam showed patience. And undertook this pain and this attack for the sake of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But the strike was so hard and so strong that the writer says, "Wabqa 'ala wajhiqa ilan Bismillahi
1: wa Billahi wa Ala Milat Rasulillah." In the same way that Imam Hussain, alayhi salam, fell down with his face. (laughs) Imam Ali, alayhi salam, fell down on the floor with his face. And said, Bismillah wa billah wa ala millat Rasulullah. The people were so shocked that they didn't know what to do. They went everywhere to find the person who attacked Imam, and then they realized that they must go to Imam for help. Before they went back to Imam, Imam himself started to wrap his head with his own dress. And his beard and face was covered with blood, and he was saying, This is what Allah has promised me, this is what the Prophet has promised me. And Allah and His Messenger always tell the truth. Then Imam Hassan alaihi salam heard about this and reached the mosque and put the head of Imam Ali on his lap. He started to clean the head and wash the blood and fasten the head of Imam. Then Imam Ali alayhi salam from corner of his eyes look at the sky. And he was glorifying Allah. He was saying Subhanallah, La ilaha illallah. Then Imam became unconscious. Imam Hasan alayhi salam started crying. And when he saw that his father is unconscious, had the day to kiss the head of Imam, he kissed the forehead of Imam and the blaze of Sajder. <laughs> then his tears dropped on the face of Imam Ali, and Imam Ali again became conscious. And said, Ya Hassan Ma'ad al-Bukha, O Hassan, why do you cry? Ya <laughs> My son there is no fear. There is no sadness for your father after today. This is your grandfather. This is Khadijah, this is Fatima. all these people are waiting for your father. فَدُّبْ نَفْزًا وَقِرْ Be happy, be calm, wake up and not cry. So Imam Ali Alayhi salam tried to make Imam Hassan Alayhi salam calm down. But la yawmaka yawmaka ya Aba Abdullah, no one was in care No one was there to condole Lady Zainab. No one was there to condole Imam Sajjad. When Imam Ali, a.s., was being buried by Imam Hassan, a.s., the people say in the books of history that Imam Hassan, a.s., went inside the grave. And with the help of Imam Hussein and Abul Fazl al-Abbas he put the body of Imam Ali inside the grave and turned the face of ul Mu'manin towards Qibla and put the head of Imam Ali on soil and there was Imam Hussein and Hazrat Abbas to help him and support him but Bani Asad Zayn when Imam Sajjad, salam wanted to bury Imam Hussein, <laughs> there was no head in the body <laughs> to be put on the soil. <laughs> they saw Imam Sajjad is not coming out. <laughs> so they said, we must go and bring him out. They saw Yashbud is head. I'm <laughs> the goddess of Naka Vimah Hussain and say Allah, after you the whole world is dark But the whole heaven, the whole آخرah is lightening because of you Allah <laughs> ala al Oh Allah, because of our Muslim imam, because of all the pain that he had after the Prophet, because of all the suffering that he had during the life of Lady Fatima to Zahra, and in all those 25 years of silence, and those five years of being fought from every corner, because of this Muslim Imam, help us and forgive our sins. Make us real followers of Amirul Mu'mineen. Protect all Muslims, especially the followers of Ahlul Bayt, from all dangers and threats. O oh Allah, forgive our sins and the sins of our brothers and sisters, our dead relatives and friends. Whoever has any right upon us, forgive them and let them be with Imam Ali and Fatima to Zahra right now in heaven. Oh Allah, make our children generation by generation true followers of Ahlul Bayt. Oh Allah, heal all our ill brothers and sisters wherever they are. واخر دعوانا ان الحمد لله رب العالمين مات محمد